Greetings and welcome to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast series. Podcast episodes are available on VHHA.com and on popular podcast hosting apps, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many others. Episodes of the podcast also air each Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. on 100.5 FM, 92.7 FM, and 820 a.m. across Central Virginia. Please send any questions, comments, or feedback to PCFpodcast at VHHA.com. Again, that is PCFpodcast at VHHA.com. And since 2021 is an election year in Virginia, we're doing a special podcast spinoff series. We've invited every declared statewide candidate for the offices of governor, lieutenant governor, and attorney general to participate and speak with healthcare voters about their campaign and ideas. Today, we're pleased to be joined by Lance Allen, a Republican candidate for lieutenant governor, a United States Air Force veteran with a background in intelligence who now works for a national security and technology firm in Northern Virginia. And with that brief introduction, welcome to the program, Lance. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate what you guys are doing. Well, we appreciate you making the time to be with us. And so we just provided a brief bio sketch for listeners, but want to give you the chance to share other information you want voters to know and to make your elevator pitch for why you consider yourself the best candidate among the contenders for the Republican nomination for lieutenant governor. Sure. Uh, Listen, I think everyone has a story. You know, my story is not much different than a lot of stories out there. I grew up in the onion fields of South Georgia. Uh, Now, maybe that part's a little bit different. My father was murdered when I was six. My grandfather took me in after my mom, who worked three full-time jobs back when minimum wage was less than $5 an hour, really just struggled. And so he took us in. And my one going joke is my grandfather knew what child labor laws were. He just really didn't care. Uh, We spent most of our mornings picking and planting onions and all of our evenings picking and planting onions. You don't really get rich farming, though, and so I didn't have any money for college. Right out of college, I joined the Air Force. I did 10 years there as an intel operator, as you mentioned. I left the Air Force with five degrees. I served as an intel operator doing counter-narcotics, counter-terrorism, and homeland defense. Those are just really big, fancy words for saying I helped protect troops in Iraq and Afghanistan, helped take out some really bad guys, and I helped advise some of the most senior policymakers, even in our nation's capital. More importantly than all that, though, and I think more pertinent to this conversation, I'm a father. I am a husband to a very beautiful wife. I have a 10-year-old, a 2-year-old, and a 5-week-old. So this is an incredibly important topic. What I'll say, you know, why me over everyone else? Listen, you know, I'm no more special than anyone else out there. And I think that my integrity and that bit of humility is what distinguishes me from the rest of the pack. Listen, our job in government should not be to come and sell you solutions, right? Because we don't have the answers to all of your problems. What we should be doing is we should be fighting for limited government. We should be fighting for fiscal responsibility because no one's going to fight harder for your family than you are. And, you know, Ronald Reagan said it best, and yes, I invoked the name of Ronald Reagan in a political meeting, but, you know, Ronald Reagan said it best. The worst words that you can hear are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And so I think sometimes for every problem government tries to solve, they end up causing 12 more. And so I hope to get into that a little bit today. I hope to share a little bit more about my story and looking forward to today's discussion. Well, I appreciate you sharing that and congratulations on the five-week-old. Yeah, we're very happy. We're also very sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) Understood. Hi, I'm Julie Dime, VHHA Vice President of Government Advocacy. They say there's an election every year in Virginia, and 2020 is no exception. 
In November, voters will choose Virginia's next governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, as well as district representatives for all 100 seats in the House of Delegates. Before that, though, there are party nominating contests this spring. On May 8th, Republicans will hold an unassembled convention with voting locations across the state to elect nominees for three statewide offices. Participating in the process requires people to apply to be a convention delegate with their local GOP unit. Delegates will cast ranked choice ballots to determine the nominees. One month later, on June 8th, voters will select Democratic nominees for statewide offices in a primary election open to all registered voters. That same day, voters from both parties will determine nominees in the House of Delegates district races with intra-party contests. Visit the Virginia Department of Elections website to learn more about upcoming elections. And with those important elections on the calendar, your contribution to HOSPAC, VHHA's Political Action Committee, is more important than ever to support candidates who will work to improve health care in Virginia and support the critical work of hospitals and health systems. Any contribution, small or large, helps. Please visit vahospac.com to contribute. That's vahospac.com to contribute. Thanks so much. So uh, I want to shift the conversation here to healthcare. As you know, Lance, the Commonwealth has made strides on improving healthcare access and affordability in recent years, although there's certainly more work to be done. Uh, that includes the passage of coverage expansion, a law ending surprise medical bills, the recent approval of a reinsurance program to lower rising health insurance premiums on Virginians, policies and actions to respond to the COVID pandemic, and so much more. Looking ahead, if you were elected lieutenant governor, how would you leverage the authority of that? office, uh, which presides in the Senate, to advance the health care system in Virginia? You know, this is always a touchy subject, depending on, you know, what side of the aisle you sit on. But Medicaid expansion is actually a real problem for me because it gives taxpayer money to healthy adults with incomes well above the poverty line. Medicaid expansion will cost Virginia taxpayers more than $625 million just in the next budget alone. The full cost of it is $13.7 billion annually. Listen, I threw a lot of big numbers at you, but why is all of that important? It's important because politicians will say, well, you know, the full price tag of it is masked by, you know, federal subsidies. Number one, I would say that's my money too. And number two, I would say, you know, it's like a water faucet. Eventually, it runs out of money, right? Eventually, the federal subsidies goes away and we're all stuck with those bills. And I think ultimately, at the end of the day, what happens is, we all suffer because of it, right? So I believe that you can do a lot of really good things with a lot of really good intentions that can have really negative effects. You know, part of Medicaid expansion is a $400 million bed tax paid for by healthcare providers. Yeah. Our members are the ones that are funding that. Yeah. So you, you understand what I'm saying? I mean, you can have all the good intent in the world and still what you end up with is you end up with things that hurt businesses, hurt healthcare providers, and hurt families. So you asked me what I would do. I would focus on repealing the Obamacare Medicaid expansion and fight for what I call real healthcare reforms that enable all Virginians to get affordable, high-quality healthcare, reform scope of practice laws, expand renewable health insurance plans, ensure Medicaid is fiscally sustainable. These are the things that the government should be doing, not politicizing healthcare, um, because I think that's got us in the mess that we're in right now. 
Thank you for sharing your thoughts there. If people want to learn more about you and your candidacy, is there a website or social media account where you'd like to direct them? And we should point out that the Republican nomination process is being held as an unassembled convention on May 8th in Virginia. And anyone who wants to participate in that needs to contact their local Republican county or city unit to register to be a delegate. Uh, So with that background, uh, what's your website or social media where you would direct people so they can learn more about you, Lance? Sure. My website is lanceforva.com. If you want to learn a little bit more about, you know, the things I'm talking about in terms of healthcare policy, I like to make sure that people have a breadth and depth of understanding and know that I do as well on the policy issues. You can find that policy book at lanceforva.com slash better Virginia. So it's, you know, we throw a lot of numbers out. We, we talk to you about our policy issues, but it's also important that you know that we have a plan for how to move forward. You can also find me on Facebook at Lance Allen for Lieutenant Governor. All right. Thank you for sharing those links. And then finally, to close out the podcast, Lance, this is a fun personal question we ask all of our guests. If you were stranded on a deserted island, what one book, one album, and one movie would you take with you to keep yourself company? We will spot you a copy of the religious text of your choice. So other than that, what are your three entertainment survival kit picks, Lance? Yeah, so I'm a huge murder mystery fan. Gosh, it would be hard for me to pick a book I would say any book from the Walter Longmire uh, murder mystery series, That those are my favorite sets of books. I could reread them all the time. So any book from that set would be amazing. I'm a huge 007 junkie. Uh, so, you know, anything Daniel Craig. The name's Bond. James Bond. Double O Seven. I just love the new stuff. I can't wait for the new movie to come out. COVID really hurt me there, guys. I was, I was waiting on pins and needles to go see the new um, James Bond movie, and it keeps getting pushed farther and farther back. Uh, so I can't wait to see that once we kind of get back to a more normal environment. And what was the third thing? Um, album, you said. Correct. Oh gosh. Um, yeah, I grew up on a farm. I would have to say anything. Uh, George Strait. Jesse James Still trying to make a name Knowing nothing's gonna change What I am I was a young troubadour When I wrote in on a song I'll be an old troubadour When I'm gone Anything at all, George Strait. You can't go wrong there. Okay. And Daniel Craig is your favorite Bond of all the Bonds? Daniel Craig is my favorite Bond of all the Bonds, yes. All right. Well, listen, with that, that is going to bring us to the close of another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. If you like what you heard, please make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe so that you know when new episodes are available. And we want to once again thank our guest, Lance Allen, a Republican candidate for Lieutenant Governor of Virginia, for joining us today. So thank you, sir. Thank you.